Welcome to the Sunday Night Army podcast with your host, Jacob. Alright, I am Jacob and thank you for joining me in another episode in the music series. Now today I have a fantastic artist, of course. Now before we get to them, find me on all social media. Find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, like, follow, subscribe. Keep uh, in the loop on what's happening with the show. We're getting so close to episode 200. It's going to be a fantastic time, a lot of good artists and interesting interviews coming up. So don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and if you want to get all this music on the go from all the shows, all the guests have a Spotify playlist, so go find that in the link tree, which is the link in the bio, in the description of the show, on all social media, and support them that way, get them some plays, and enjoy the music. So let's get to the interview. So right now in the Sunday Night Army, we're going to continue with the music series, and we're going to go all the way to Edmonton, Alberta, with singer-songwriter Olivia Wick. How are you today, Olivia? I'm doing well. I have my coffee. I'm all good to go. So it's been a, it's been a good morning so far, and I'm happy to be here. Fantastic, and I appreciate you joining me. With the time difference, it's way earlier for you than it is for me, and uh, yeah. I really appreciate. It. <laughs> At least it's not in BC because that would be seven a.m. <laughs> yes, yeah. that would yeah. That, that's their problem right now. We're yeah. good. <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy you're on the show because your new track. That we're going to talk get to eventually today on the show is fantastic and it's very upbeat uh got a, got a really cool message and uh, i want to talk about that a little bit later on but first i want to get to know more about you so let's go all the way to the beginning and i want to find out uh, when did you know that you wanted to be an artist a singer songwriter and how did you start so i think i knew that i wanted to be in music when i was 15. I started like a little love for music when I was really young. I would just kind of sing songs around the house. I loved the movie, The Little Mermaid and Ariel and the fact that she sang was very inspirational. So I'd be like trying to be the Little Mermaid all over the house. And then eventually that kind of um, led to me wanting to take guitar lessons when I was eight. And then with my hands, they were too small for the guitar. So I gave <laughs> up on that pretty quickly. Um, and then I moved to vocal lessons and that kind of took me to musical theater. And then that kind of took me to um, this place where I was in high school, still wanted to sing and still wanted to like do musical theater. But I also wanted to learn to play guitar because I saw Taylor Swift in a CMT kind of like a pre-recorded cafe mm -hmm. moment and she had a blue guitar and I was like that is the coolest thing ever <laughs> it, and so I went immediately to like my local store and I was like I want a blue guitar and of course hers was much fancier it was like a tailor and it was like custom and all this stuff but I got like the one like hundred dollar blue guitar that they had and I started to take guitar lessons in high school and growing up while I was singing I was also like always a writer. Um, I would like would journal, I'd write poetry, I still write poetry. Um, and I would also I try and like write novels that never really got anywhere. Um, but I never lost 
the, my love for writing. And then as I discovered this love of music, I realized that these two things were kind of going hand in hand with each other. And when I was 15, I saw a concert at the, well, the Canadian Country Music Awards were in Edmonton. Mm -hmm. And my mom took my brother and I to see this thing called a Legends show. And um, I was like, holy crap, this, this is what you can do. And I don't think that it ever like, properly clicked for me that you could have a career in music if you really wanted to. And so that night I was like, I got to do this. I, I got to do this. And so I started writing songs. I started like gigging anywhere that I really could. I um, started going to the CCMAs and learned how to write my, like, I was taught how to write a good song from the people in that community. Mm -hmm. And then kind of as I got older and more serious into my career, I started writing with people in multiple genres. And then I recorded music kind of more in a pop vein, but it was all kind of like, it's, it's funny because you look back and you're like, these are the steps that led me to where I am. And it's true because like, I, I just loved music and I'm so happy that it's brought me to this place in my career now. Mm -hmm. Now let's, let's talk about the writing part because you've written a lot of songs for a lot of songs, a lot of songs <laughs> around the world. Mm -hmm. Now, I like to dig into the minds of a writer because I dabble in it myself. Oh, now, dig away. The, the content <laughs> for writing usually has a specific place it comes from. But how do you apply that when you're dealing with artists of different from different parts of the world that have different concepts? How do you uh, work with that? That's a really good question, actually. Um, it kind of it depends. It depends on how they like to write, because I think one good thing, not to toot my own horn, but to toot one good thing <laughs> about <laughs> um, like growing up and learning to write so young is that you learn to write in a lot of different ways and you become very accommodating to other people's styles. So um, if someone has like just a title that they want to work backwards from, if they have a melody, if they have a track that they want to top line, if they have lyrics, or if they just have like a, a situation or a moment that they want to write about, um, that's kind of how it all comes together for for them and it's really cool there was this one song that i wrote when i was in madrid that was totally in spanish and um it was really cool because like it was about a topic that i guess people in spain hadn't really sung about mm -hmm. and i thought that was really really interesting and it was about like mostly I can't remember specifically what it was about, but in this moment, it was about like female empowerment and it had mm -hmm. another kind of underlying storyline. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really, really cool to see how people want to approach a project and then you kind of adapting your own self to kind of help create something between the two of you or three of you, right? It's, it's, it's really cool and it's different each and every time. And I think that's what keeps it fresh. Mm -hmm. Now, anything in particular, because uh, I want to get into uh, your sound a little bit more in a minute, but mm. writing is a is a very hard art to adapt between genres. Is there a specific genre that you lean more often to than others, but you will dabble in everything? Yeah, I think now I mostly write pop, but it's kind of like on that fringe, like for myself, it's like on that fringe singer-songwriter mm -hmm. line. Um, but yeah, I mostly write pop, but it's not to say that I also don't like write other genres too. I think when I started doing writing camps, um, I was still 
like more heavily involved in country. And then as I met people and I learned about different genres and different styles, I was like, oh, holy crap, I can like, I can write whatever I want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and so I think I learned that freedom from other people, that musical freedom. And uh, yeah, I, I think that writing in different genres is always like, it's a good challenge. Like I've written hooks for um, rap songs. I've written, oh, just a whole bunch of things. So it's, it's really cool. And it's really, really, it's really interesting. I know I keep saying that, but it <laughs> truly is. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. I, I love rap hooks. So that's funny that you just mentioned that. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Rap hooks. It's great. I know. Um, it's fun. Oh, yeah. Now, sound. Is there any particular artists that you currently kind of look up to? Because you yourself already had a really long career in, in doing music. So it's kind of artist to an artist. Is there anyone that you look up to like, you know what? I did so much cool stuff so far, but like that one person's got something. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, there's so many. Okay. Yeah. So um, I would say there there's two or three at the moment that i really look up to mm -hmm. um one is charlotte carden and she is phenomenal she's from montreal and i think genuinely i think she's my favorite singer songwriter ever ever she has like that super cool girl aesthetic her songs are so unique in the production, the lyricism, the melodies. It's just so different than what a lot of other people are doing at the moment. And I think it's brilliant. Um, so I look up to her enormously. And then another one is Chapel Roan. She is in the States and she wrote this song and released it a couple years ago, I think, called Pink Pony Club. And I just, I love it. it I jam out to it all the time. And like, that's kind of, it's a really feel good, happy, upbeat song. And I, actually I looked up to it while like I was kind of uh, thinking about Let's Dance. And uh, then the last one I would say would probably be Josh Ramsey, but as a writer, he is, well, like I could never match him vocally. That's just, he's on another level, <laughs> but as a writer, he's also so brilliant. Like he has written like call me, maybe all of Mariana's trenches stuff, right? It's awesome. And it's so cool. And I, 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 I think that was one of the first times where I was like, Oh, you can be an artist and a writer and other people can write or sing the songs that you write. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think the three of them are really fantastic role models in my mind. That's tremendous. And let's talk about you because the next, the first, the track that we have out now is let's dance mm -hmm. and it's your latest single. I want to talk. It's, it's very self-explanatory what the song is about. <laughs> okay. Cause let's not hide it here. Okay. It's very no. straightforward. Yeah. You don't have to decrypt any messages, um, no. which is sometimes is what you need. And, 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 I'm, <laughs> and you know what? Because there's too many songs that are just like roundabout things. This one's just like this and, and it's there and it's a fun, yep. upbeat song. So tell me how this one came about and a little bit more about the track. So it's kind of funny. I've been saying this as I've like been doing my my little virtual media tour for this song. <laughs> um, people keep asking me how it came about, but like to be entirely honest, it just it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was in my basement when I still lived at home and I 
I, I just like had to write it. I heard it and I had to write it. And so I got my little, my, well, not my little, I got my like acoustic, acoustic <laughs> guitar, <laughs> I was tripping over my words. And I made a little kind of makeshift baseline because obviously I don't play bass. So like bassists everywhere would be upset with me, but <laughs> um, it was what I kind of like helped drive the song and I just played all these notes on the low E string. The chorus came to me first and then the verses just flowed. And it, I think I wrote it in about half an hour. It was so fast and it was awesome. And at the end of it, I was kind of like, this is a good song. Mm-hmm. This is a really good song. But I was embarrassed because obviously it's about like, it's a little risque, it's a little sexy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want anyone to hear it. So I kept it to myself for an entire year. And uh, then I recorded it in 2019. And I kept that to myself for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> then, then here we are. Now it's released enough for everyone to hear. Right. The secret's out. So then we're going to play it because the audience needs to hear it. We're going to play it right now. So here is Olivia Wick with Let's Dance right here on the Sunday Night Army. Push me up against the wall Like you did in that hotel Look in my eyes and kiss me harder Got me under the spell Grabbing me, touching you All the things I would
There you go. That was Let's Dance, Olivia Wick, right here on the Senate and Army. Uh, there is a lyric video for this track on YouTube. Uh, was this like the first step? Were you thinking of a music video? What's the plan for this oh, track? Honestly, I would love, I would love to do a music video for it because I think it would be a lot of fun. I think like it would be, oh, it would, it would match the energy of the track. And mm-hmm. I think it would be one of those feel good, feel good videos. Um, but I, I don't have the funds for it right now. <laughs> so hopefully if I, if the opportunity ever presents itself, absolutely. I think that would be amazing. Um, but it's, it's definitely one that I would like to do a video for if I had the chance. Awesome. What I learned from independent artists over the many, many years I've been doing this, it doesn't always have to be right away when the song comes out because mm-hmm. it gives the song new life a year or two later and you can re-release and Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Now, yeah. 2022 just started, and we're February, March, around this time right now. Now, what's the plan for the rest of the year? Well, what do you have in mind of doing? I have another single coming out. Um, it's called Write Me In It, and it's kind of like a dance pop song and that's a genre that I've never really explored for myself before. I've written a lot of dance pop songs but they've always kind of either been taken by someone else or have lived in my catalog and this is one of those songs that I've had since probably 2015. Yeah 2016? 2015 Mm -hmm. and um, I went to Finland for a writing camp and this song I wrote with a bunch of amazing producers and writers and it's it's really cool it's kind of like like obviously i'm a writer so a title like write me in it it's it's all about kind of using those tools to make a connection with somebody it's like write me in your life write me in your heart kind of idea Mm -hmm. and uh, so i'm hoping that uh that comes out within the next few months because i i'm really excited for people to hear something different from me that's fantastic now if my audience wanted to follow you uh which social media can they go and uh give you a follow Okay, so funny story, well, that's a funny story about my Facebook. Um, so I have a Facebook fan page mm-hmm. and um, I got hacked in October. Fantastic. So I no longer have access to my Facebook fan page. So don't go there. Um, but if you follow me on Instagram, my handle is at Olivia underscore Wick. Mm-hmm. And uh, then on TikTok, TikTok, you don't really, I just, it's a place where I just put nonsense. So <laughs> you, you can follow me on there if you want. The handle is Olivia Wick 4. And on Twitter, it is Olivia Wick. Fantastic. And of course, with this episode, I will be tagging Olivia on all social media available and even TikTok. You know, I'm there doing my nonsense. So, uh, nice. you know, you gotta we'll follow be each there. other. We'll, we'll, we'll be friends. There you go. Yeah. I need them. I don't, I don't have that many. This is my <laughs> content on there. <laughs> The, the show's too old for that audience. Um, but yeah, no, everywhere uh, that with this post, we'll tag Olivia. You guys go follow, like, subscribe. And of course, on the Spotify playlist, we're going to be adding Let's Dance. So get that into your rotation. Add that to your playlist. And uh, of course, you know, check that out. Give me some plays and uh, support independent artists. Olivia, thank you for coming on the Southern Army and talking to me today. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast.